0: The Shy and Mighty podcast is on a softly spoken mission to help shy people be more mighty. Shy people don't need fixing. We don't need to change who we are. But in a world filled with noise and hot air, it's time for us to speak up and stop hiding. Hello and welcome to Shy and Mighty with me Nadia Finer and today I'm joined by Sarah Vickery Bragg who's going to tell us a bit about her shyness and also her business 17 Minutes and how she helps mums to take better care of themselves through her gift subscription business. So Sarah welcome to Shy and Mighty and would you like to tell us a bit more about the work that you
1: do? thanks again for having me on here. It's such a pleasure. I'm the founder of 70 Minutes, as you said. It's a small business I've just started earlier this year, which is focusing on self-care for mums. It really came about through my own experience of needing some self-care when I first had my son. I'm a mum of two and I live in London with my husband. I'm trying to get to grips with how I'm learning to run a business for the first time and become more of a confident person through, through my business, really. So it's all very early days, but I hope all moving in the right direction.
0: I really like the fact that you see your business as enabling you to become more confident, rather than positioning it as something which challenges your confidence. It's a really nice reframe.
1: Definitely. I think I would never position myself as a confident person. So many women, I struggle with self-doubt and um, a bit of anxiety about certain things and I hate big groups. I really just generally hate being in the spotlight. One thing I've really learned from starting my business is that I've had to really push myself to be at the front of the face of my business really because I'm learning that in telling people honestly about my own experience they connect with me over it and it all becomes one one way to really share a kind of group experience. And I think that's that is slowly building my confidence day after day. And it's making me feel just generally better about myself and improving my outlook, really, on everything, I think.
0: I love that. That sounds like a really helpful thing, not just for you personally, but the fact that you're helping all these other women as well. When did you first realise that you
1: were a shy person? I've just always known I've been a shy person, really. I think it's probably from as early as I can remember in childhood. I'm an only child, so I was always used to my own company and I'm, I'm still really happy in my own company. But I think sometimes that does... That makes me almost too comfortable in my own company, if you know what I mean. And it just, it makes group situations sometimes feel a bit uncomfortable in a way. I'd say as a child, certainly through school, definitely at university, I felt that I had that feeling that I was the shy one and I was the quiet one. And I'd always be at the back of the, you know, the back of the class. Just hated, always hated being, being in the middle of anything really. So I'd say not, not one specific point, but just it's always been there. I can
0: resonate with that. Do you think it's something that's part of your personality or do you think it it's more about being afraid?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I think personally it's to do with personality types. Although actually saying that, I mean, there are quite a few situations I would definitely say I'm afraid of. I'm a believer that it's really part of your makeup and you can definitely take steps to improve your confidence and, and build yourself up. But I think ultimately you always have that element of shyness within you. And I, I don't know if you can ever 100% not feel any of it. I think it's just finding tactics to overcome it. And yeah. get through, you know, Get through and, and learn to live with it really and embrace it.
0: I'm with you there and me too it feels like something that's part of me and there are things I can do to manage certain situations but it's not necessarily going to go away and I'm not sure I would want it to go away because I feel like there are positives to being shy too not just the challenges I know a lot of people talk about shyness as giving you a depth of understanding or the ability to listen to things really well. What about you? What do you think maybe the upside is of being a shy person?
1: I would say actually there are there are definitely upsides and the upside I feel most would be it really makes me think things through. I would say that I'm quite a reserved person and I would really analyze things I think before I go to say something or or go to an event and make sure it's right for me for example so I think it just gives me that moment to sit back and and pause and and really think about what what it is I want to achieve or or come out from a situation and so I think it just gives you that opportunity to really take stock and as you say listen to other people and, and actually take in things that other people who are right in the centre, it might not actually see themselves.
0: Yeah, they might not see it because they're so busy talking all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Loudly over everybody else. (laughs) Do you talk to me about your experience of social situations? I mean, as a mum and a business owner you are probably required aren't you to get out and about and chat to lots of people how do you fare with that
1: well i'd say i probably tackle both situations in terms of being a mum and being a business owner in the same way really usually with quite a lot of dread (laughs) when i became a mum i joined nct and we went to the classes and i really tried to bond with the group of mums you know we were part of i did find that difficult because you know we were a group of strangers and the only thing that connected us was that we had had babies at the same time so I found that element quite difficult and you know going to baby classes with loads of mums that all felt I felt they were you know connected and I always felt like that outsider who wasn't really part of the gang but was just in the end I just sort of I just took it for what it was that I was there for you know for the class with my son and I just focused on that and certainly with business, it's, it's a whole other ball game, really. I feel like I mean, I still try to treat it the same in the same way and I, I just focus on what I'm there for. But it's that feeling of not being as brave as the other people there and maybe not being able to make the most of the opportunities that they would. So mm-hmm. that's the sort of mindset that I'm trying to deal with in business and really trying to overcome. But it's certainly challenging. <laughs> Yeah, it certainly is challenging.
0: And the interesting thing is that often people that we perceive to be confident are not, and they're actually just pretending. So in lots of circumstances um, where everyone seems to be, you know, chatting away and being full of self-confidence and you're there being all quiet, the chances are some of those people feel exactly the same as you, but you just don't realise it
1: that's so true that is so true sometimes I do think people you know they just talk and talk and talk because they they're unsure themselves so that's definitely true I think
0: how do you kind of handle the networking do you have tactics so you said that you think about what you're there to achieve or the purpose Mm -hmm. of you being there do you have other things that you you kind of try in order to get through the event or to
1: to make the most out of the opportunity Yes, I've started I've actually started recently trying to set myself sort of mini goals before each event. So I am just trying to make realistic goals for so, you know maybe I'll try and chat to three different people in that at that particular event. And I just try and set myself these little kind of hurdles that will make me feel good that I've I've met them and achieved them. I still find it difficult and I have been doing it for about six months now. But I do think it gets easier. The more you go to these things, the easier it becomes certainly for me the first time was just oh I was just so like sweaty and nervous <laughs> you dreading it I had that feeling like I was going to an exam yeah but you know you just have to get through it and as I said I, I just focus on the fact that I have to do this this is now part of my job and it's essential really I think now for small businesses to network and meet other people and and just you know collaborate as much as possible by changing my mindset and thinking, well, this is something I have to do if I want to achieve my goals, my business goals, it does sort of force me to to just get on with it and and suck it up and and try and find some confidence from somewhere. Yeah, sucking it up
0: and getting on with it is is a good approach. But I, I like the the baby step approach as well. I think the combination of those two things where you force yourself to do a little something and then to keep on doing a little something regularly that definitely. does make a big difference and it soon it soon builds and adds up into a bigger impact I don't like the idea of forcing people to do something so massive and scary that it's gonna traumatize them <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. I, I definitely think baby steps is the way to go I mean I did when I started having to go to these kinds of events I did try to book quite a few you know, in one one period, but, and it was, it all became a bit overwhelming because I just felt it was all too much. Mm -hmm. So I think breaking it down into sessions that I felt I'd get the most value from and then working out each time what it was that I was there for just made me focus and just try to, to tackle each one on its own rather than going for lots of, you know, lots of events that were just, as you say, yeah, just going to make you feel worse. Yeah, so just tackling what's
0: directly in front of you at the time rather than thinking ahead too much is also really good. And this brings me on to talk a little about self-care because the essence of your business is around helping mums to take a moment, isn't it, and to kind of pamper themselves a little bit. It feels like it's really important to be able to take time occasionally to look after ourselves whether we're a mum or not, or a, a dad, I actually think that as a shy person, it's even more important perhaps to take this kind of time because when we are kind of challenging ourselves to take these steps forward and to go slightly beyond our comfort zone every now and again, or when we find certain situations difficult or scary, but we're doing them
1: anyway... We need to take time, don't we, to kind of recover. <laughs> I'm such a believer in taking taking time out and, and giving ourselves a break and really just trying to be kind to ourselves and not pile too much pressure on. And for me, it all sort of boils down to the same thing, you know, that we all should be trying to put ourselves first. I think, you know, I always feel there's so much to do. Everyone is always so busy. We say we're busy as sort of a... know a badge of honor if you're struggling or you're overwhelmed or you're anxious or if you've got an event coming up and you're really shy and you're terrified taking that time to yourself just to do something that calms you makes you feel relaxed is so important it just sort of refocuses you on everything and I think makes you feel centered again
0: Yeah and I don't think it's not a sign of weakness or an admission that we're somehow more delicate than others because it's not necessarily the, the case it's more that in order to be able to do difficult things sometimes we need to kind of gather ourselves and mm. kind of harness some energy <laughs> so we're ready to do it rather than just kind of constantly pushing, 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 because I think that's where people get burnt out, isn't it? Where they're constantly sort of in a state of stress with cortisol pumping through their bodies and then it leads you to kind of flop down on the sofa and never to get back up again.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think it's just so important to take stock and to give yourself that time and it seems it does seem hard for so many of us women to to find the time one thing I've definitely realized is that you can make time and there's always there's always time in the day I mean there's 24 hours in the day you can definitely find 10 minutes 15 minutes 20 minutes an hour however long you can find really just to do something that's entirely for you and makes you feel like you so that's really the essence behind my business, really, and and something I I massively believe in, and and I think something that's definitely become more important to me since I've become a mum. And it's not selfish, is it? No, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I, I, there is this big thing of you know people often feel self care can be selfish, but I genuinely think it's wrong to to view self care like that because if you give yourself the opportunity to be, well, to be good to yourself. You're more valuable to your family and your friends around you because you've had that time out and you feel re-energized and you just feel better and happier. Certainly I did. I started to feel much happier when I was giving myself dedicated time each week rather than feeling frustrated and stressed and irritable. I personally found such a huge improvement in my mood and I can't imagine feeling that that would be a selfish thing for for others who benefit from it as well. I mean, I'm sure my husband feels that he's benefited from a happier me.
0: Yeah, for sure, for (laughs) sure. (laughs) And I guess too that if, as shy people, if we're doing more listening, more contemplating and thinking and we're taking our time and doing things on a deeper level that takes up more energy and brain power than just being someone who's constantly talking. Mm-hmm. I see the irony in saying that whilst actually being on a podcast and just being talking. Yeah. <laughs> but on the whole, when you have this inner dialogue going on and you're mulling things over and observing the world around you and also listening means that you're often
1: perhaps taking on other people's problems Mm, definitely yeah you often I think do end up taking on other people's worries and stress because you're you are so busy listening and you want to be that friend who's there for everyone Mm. the one telling everyone your problems yeah you definitely I think do do get that feeling
0: and I think that means it's really important that we do in order to become shy and mighty, we we take the time to look after ourselves and recharge a little bit to have that downtime. So apart from the obvious things like reading a book or having a bath, do you have any suggestions for us for things that we might be able to try to enable us to take a moment to look after ourselves, to
1: recharge? I've become a quite a fan of yoga I am quite a believer in doing things in my house for self-care as opposed to always going out spending lots of money so I'd, I generally try to incorporate it into my routine just at home in the evenings when the kids are asleep or early in the mornings if the kids are settled on an activity in a different room and I'm, I'm here able to do something for me so I use a couple of apps even YouTube to be honest you can use it YouTube for anything these days can't you so I watch some videos and and follow someone doing a couple of yoga moves for maybe 20 minutes just to really feel super re-energized and really focused and I've actually started using the Nourish app for Mm -hmm. meditation which has been really calming Um, and there's some really fantastic just 10 minute sessions on that which are really good.
0: That sounds great.
1: Was it Nourish you said? That's called the Nourish app the Nourish app. Okay, well, we should definitely check that
0: out. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for coming and chatting to us today on uh, Shine Mighty. And if people want to find out more
1: about your
0: business, about 17 minutes, where should they head?
1: The best place is probably Instagram because I'm on there quite a lot. I am a big Instagram addict, I would have to say. And also our website as well. That's the best place to find me. Thanks again for having me.
0: We shall all take a few more minutes to take good care of ourselves from now on, I think. So thank you for all your advice and for inspiring us too. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. The Shine Mighty Society is a safe place for shy people to shine. Learn specific techniques to help you improve your confidence and overcome limiting beliefs. Make quiet connections with people just like you. Coaching, support and encouragement
1: to coax you out of the shadows and help you reach your goals. Head over to shinemighty.com to find out more.